Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing, the show where busy people like you learn how to build substantial passive income while creating wealth for the long term. And now, here's your host, Marco Santarelli. Welcome to Passive Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Marco Santarelli. I recently came across a website that allowed you to be a do-it-yourself landlord. Now, I'm not suggesting or advocating that it is something that everybody should do. It's really up to you if you have the time and the inclination to self-manage or be essentially a do-it-yourself landlord. But this website or platform allows you to help find the tenants, view credit history, sign leases, collect rent, And you can do that on any computer or device. And they've got tools built in specifically for those people who want to be do-it-yourself landlords. And I personally know people who manage a portfolio of properties from afar, literally hundreds and sometimes thousands of miles away, and do it successfully. Now, of course, these people are typically people who are in real estate one way or another full-time. It's not that they have full-time jobs or careers and, you know, doing their things with their families and following their hobbies and have all that quote unquote extra time. But it's something that's a matter of choice. And it's a question of how much do you value your time? And if it, is it something you want to outsource to a professional property management company, which is what most of at least our clients do. And it's certainly something I do, but I have thought about doing self-management in the past and I have managed some of my own properties. But what I wanted to do is contact one of the co-founders of this company. The company's called Avail and bring them on the show for a short episode to talk about what it is they do and how they do it and what it is and what it isn't. And that way you can be well informed and make the educated decision on your own as to whether it's something you want to do on your own or not. So with that, let us get to the interview and learn more about the Avail platform. It's my pleasure to welcome Lawrence Jankalo to the show. Lawrence is the co-founder and chief operating officer of Avail. Avail is the first and only online platform for independent landlords and their tenants that provides the tools, education, and support to make renting your properties easy. So with that, Lawrence, welcome to the show. Great. Well, thanks a lot for having me here. It's great to have you on. I don't remember exactly how I came across you and your website, but I thought it was very interesting and kind of a a different take on landlording. So I decided, you know what, this is probably something that our audience might be interested in, at least not everybody, but a good percentage of them, at least to look into. And I wanted to share it with our audience. So let's start off with a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of came to co-found Avail. Sure. uh, Absolutely. I mean, well, it started with me and Ryan, who co-founded with me, uh, both managing our own rental properties. So I had a three flat here in Chicago that I had been managing. And what's interesting about that is managing that three flat. I've never once thought of myself as a landlord. It was just something I would do on the side. At the time, I was at Goldman Sachs as an associate there. And it's not like you would go out to someone and be like, hey, I'm a landlord. Let's talk about landlording. It just doesn't really happen. And because of that, especially at that size, you know, if I needed something or needed help, I'd go online and search for something and there wouldn't really be much out, out there for me. Um, sure, there's, there's property managers and uh, I think they provide a valuable service, but also at what I thought at the time was a pretty large expense. 
And so Ryan and I got together. We had the same problems. We're like, what can we do to give um, what we call do-it-yourself landlords? Some of the tools that professionals use help them do better processes, do the right things, and be a little more efficient. And so we said, hey, what, what's out there? There was nothing. And we decided, you know, let's go ahead and create this. And so, yeah, we both left our jobs, taught ourselves to code, built the website. It's been up and running now just uh, about seven years. So with some success, about 150,000 landlords using us. So going in the right direction and excited about where that will go. I had no idea you were around for seven years. I'm surprised I never heard of you until now. <laughs> that might be yeah. a marketing issue. <laughs> no, for sure it is. It's, um, you know, you think about this landlord space and what we're in and the, a landlord with three units, is not going to be listed in a phone book somewhere. Um, and as I mentioned, don't necessarily think of themselves as landlords first. They think of themselves as whatever their job is or life is and landlording is kind of part time. So marketing to them is really difficult. They're super fragmented, hard to find. It's a challenge. And so you got to figure out what's the right avenues for that. Well, let's start off with talking about Avail. What is Avail? Uh, there's a lot of people who just don't know what, what your platform is. Sure. Uh, well, in the simplest sense, Avail is a suite of tools uh, all online that help landlords do many of the operational activities that landlords should do. So helping them take a listing that they create with us and putting it on all of the different websites out there so you don't have to go one at a time. Typically, you get about 18 tenant leads in the first two weeks of having that listing. From there, you, you obviously need to get a credit report, background check, eviction check, know who you might be renting to, um, and help filter down those 18 leads to the two or three that you really just want to kind of pursue. Um, and that'll give you both a city-specific, state-specific lease to use that you'll create and adjust online. Your tenants will sign it online take all of that paperwork and make it digital work, so to speak. And then you know, your tenants have a portal to sign it and pay the rent online, submit maintenance requests online. So taking all kind of the day-to-day -day operational things and just streamlining it a little bit, giving them the right access to the things that they need. So <clears throat> let me ask you what might be a slightly philosophical question and something certainly that probably doesn't have a right or wrong answer and can be debated all the time. But I heard you say that you're an advocate for the do-it-yourself landlord. Why is that? Sure. I think that's a great question. Most do-it-yourself landlords are going to be the smaller landlords. So one unit, two units, three units. At that level of landlording, what you're missing is some of the scale to make landlording really profitable. And you don't have the expertise either. So your option is to go find someone with expertise, but they're super expensive. And if you've got one unit, the amount that that's going to cost you is probably enough to turn what would have been a profitable rental business into something that's not profitable. And then it begs the question, well, should I even be a landlord at at that point, if it's not even making me money? And the answer is probably no, unless you can figure out an alternative way to manage that property at a lower cost, but still with some expertise. And so for that reason, I'm an advocate for do-it-yourselfing because it at least allows you to stay in the game. And then you got to find the, the cheaper alternatives that can get you close to the same level of expertise. Okay. So that's going to beg the question, is that a function of the types of properties that you have, more specifically the cash flows or lack thereof of the properties that you have? Because I would imagine that a lot of prudent investors have properties that have good rates of return and good cash flow and property management as an expense is really not an issue. Yeah, it's you know 8%, 9%, maybe 10%. It is an expense, but it's an expense that is not turning the property upside down as a negative cash flow investment. So it allows them to be hands-off and they don't need to manage it. So therefore, you know, they may not need a service like avail.co. Yeah, sure. No, I think that's fair to say that um, the economics aren't as good and that kind of pushes you into that do-it-yourself space. I think the reason for that is, is somewhat of that scale. So if you're able to find a property with 10 units in it, 
15 units, you've got some more of that scale. You've got a little bit more that allows you to average down that cost of a property manager per unit. But what we see just is most landlords don't have 10, 15 units. They have one unit or two units. And so that happens to be the majority of owners who manage their properties. They're really small. So for them, they can't make a property manager work. So they either should sell or they should figure out an alternative. What we also find is that a lot of landlords don't necessarily get into landlording on purpose. A lot will get into it because they bought a condo or a single family home. They had their significant other move in, then they started a family and that home became too small and they needed to move out, but they don't want to sell it. They want to start kind of building a little bit of a real estate asset class. And so they'll, they'll keep it and they'll try renting out, but they never went into it thinking this is going to be an investment property. It's something that happens now. In which case, if, if they kind of don't go into it thinking about it as an investment property, then yeah, you're going to end up with slightly less favorable economics. And this is just helping them turn that around. Right. Do you have a gauge or an idea of how big or small the do-it-yourselfer slash independent landlord market really is? I, I can't imagine it's that large, but I've never seen data sure. on it. Sure. I've actually, I do know. Uh, and I mean, this is the only way we're able to raise money and continue growing our businesses, showing that this is a pretty large segment to go after. If you think about the United States as a whole, there's about 50, uh, sorry, there's about 34 million rental properties, 44 million rental properties on the market. Do it yourselfers own about 55% of that. So anybody with nine or fewer units who has said, I want to manage it myself, they own about 55% of those units. 55% of 44 million units? Right. Is the breakdown of the 44 million units single family duplex fourplex, or is, is that including smaller apartment commercial type property? Yeah, it tends to be heavily weighted towards single family homes or condos. So single uniters, which is where you get this problem of scale. So the average size for that landlord is three units, but that's also heavily, it's a little skewed north because there's so many who also have like nine units and that's skewed north a little bit. It's about 8 million do it yourself landlords in that group. So that's where the average three per and then it's 24 million units. And so definitely a huge market. I mean, you think about the other side of it where you've got the large property managers and property owners, and those are multi-billion dollar companies servicing these huge 10,000 unit investment REITs. And this is even bigger than that. It's just really hard to go after this market. So no one has. So it's a pretty big market. If I may ask, how how many uh, tenants and landlords does the Avail platform currently serve today? Yeah. So today we have 150,000 landlords using us. So for some of the various services we do, majority of them collecting rent through us um, and screening tenants. And then that equates to about 400,000 tenants using us. So 150,000 landlords, 400,000 tenants. That's a lot. Okay. So I'm a landlord. What are the advantages to someone like myself using your platform or any landlord for that matter? Yeah. I think first and foremost, what we find is a lot of the people who start using our software are less experienced in general. And so the biggest thing that you can give them right away is here's what you're supposed to do and in the right sequence of doing it, and then the tool to actually get it done. And so most landlords might just post a listing on one website, probably Craigslist, and we're really suggesting to them that that's not really what you should do. You should try to get to kind of all the websites that tenants are looking at. And some websites tend to produce tenants with higher income brackets or higher credit scores, others, different ones. So depending on what kind of rental you are, you really want to potentially think about where you're advertising to. We like to help our landlords do a broad, kind of just put out a broad net. And uh, so we'll have them create a listing with us and we'll just syndicate that everywhere. So it saves them a ton of time trying to figure that out. We don't push to the MLS because we're not looking to have our landlords pay uh, half their month's rent to a broker for finding them, their tenants. And we haven't found a need for that. 
uh, we're getting more leads than most of our landlords can even handle already. And so then the next step of that process is how do you take those leads and you filter them down to just a handful of the ones that you want to turn to. And that's where you, you uh, give them access to a rental application, credit report, background check, eviction check. So you can help them figure out what's happening here. And then they can use that information to make the right decision. And then, you know, you just keep guiding them one step of the way through. And obviously, the next thing there being a lease. Uh, a lot of landlords have fear around a lease. Do I need to go to a lawyer? Do I need to pay $500? What needs to be in it? Um, am I going to get sued? And so we've got city and state-specific leases that we are updating regularly. And they start with that. They can customize it if they want. And then they just, both parties sign that digitally. And, and then the tenants start paying their rent online. So we take kind of everything, we put it in a process for them and push them from one one part of the process to the next. And we do it in the way where they're doing the right things at the right times. Okay. So great answer, by the way. I'm going to ask you the same question, but from the tenant's perspective, why would a tenant want to use your platform or do they use your platform or, or are they just finding my properties online through hot pads or you know wherever it may be? Yeah. So most of the tenants who first find out about us find out because they were originally looking at a listing on Zillow or hot pads or Zumper or something like that. And uh, they'll be like, this property looks interesting. I want to rent it. I'll reach out to the landlord. And what they'll get back is a response from the landlord, but it comes through a veil. And it'll be, uh, it'll be prompting them to say, hey, you know, fill out this rental application. That's part of my normal process. And so that will be their first experience with Avail, um, is filling out that rental application. The benefit to them for doing it that way, instead of handing the landlord a paper form, is that all of their information is actually more secure um, instead of a paper form. A paper form is going to be left on a desk. Anyone can see it, particularly around sensitive things like their income and social security number. Our site doesn't even really uh, save the social security number. So we'll take that in and that's an immediate pass through to TransUnion. And so we don't save that information even. Uh, any information we save is encrypted, which you can't do with a paper document. And so for the tenant, it's a lot more private. It's a lot more secure. On the payment side of things, like paying your rent is probably the last thing that they're actually doing with the checkbook. And so giving them that convenience to pay online is going to be a fairly unique situation for them. Got it. <clears throat> Makes sense. So, you know, when I think of do-it-yourself service and landlording myself, in other words, managing my own properties, even if it's like in the same city that I live in, the mm -hmm. two biggest things I think most landlords are, are responsible for, at least as I understand it with your platform, your service, would be turnovers and repairs. And I, I know we had talked about this a while back, but how does that process work for a do-it-yourself landlord who has properties that say are 2,000 miles away and now there is a tenant that's been there for two years and now they want to move out and now you've, you've got to turn the property over. You know, there, there, there's going to be some cleanings, maybe some minor repairs, some painting that needs to be done. How is that handled? Sure. So I'll start by saying that those kind of long distance management situations aren't as common as you would think. Uh, we did a survey to about 300,000 landlords, uh, the 150,000 and a subsequent 150,000, and just said, hey, how far do you live from your properties? And the respondents, 80% of them live within 20 miles of the rental property. It's not quite as common as you'd think around having those long distance situations occur. So for those landlords who live that close, they're probably just going over there that once a year to do the turnover probably twice a year, you know, one week to show the place and then another when you're actually maybe doing some turnover and patching some holes if you wanted to. For those who do manage long distance, it's not as great, but it's still very workable. And what we recommend and what we see them do is just leverage their existing tenants to help in those situations. So you can offer your tenant, your current tenant, a $10 discount on their rent to show the unit to any potential tenants. Um, and we find a lot of our landlords end up doing that. 
I think there's a side benefit to that too for the existing tenant is that if they're the ones showing it, then they're more likely to keep the property clean during the showings. So there's actually a nice benefit there as well. Interesting. Uh, so is that $10 per showing or $10 discount off the monthly rent? That depends on the landlord on what they want to do. For me, if I'm doing that with my tenants, I just do a one-time $50 off the rent. Otherwise, I would suggest like a $10 showing and then try to have five people come at once. Huh. Interesting. That's okay. I've never seen it done that way, but that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. We're like the whole economy, everything is moving into this kind of shared gig economy. Tenants are kind of expecting to be able to do these, these things. And I don't think they find it that it's unusual at all. All right. So tenant moves out, there needs to be some minor work done. You know, like I said, you know, cleaning of the carpet, paint, scratches and dents, that kind of stuff. How was that handled, regardless of whether it's 50 miles away or 500 miles away? How, how is that something that is done through the platform or is that something that just the landlord needs to set up with a local contractor or provider? Sure. If you're talking about turnover, normally the landlord's going to, if they're using our system, they'll have zero vacancy. So that makes it an interesting situation because you'll usually have the one tenant move out in the morning and then the next tenant move out that afternoon. And um, what we try to encourage is, you know, have have like a noon deadline for your first the tenants to move out and a four o'clock move in. And that gives you that four hours to go in and, and do whatever you need to. So with zero vacancies and you're not paying a management fee, you can actually then be a little more, of, you can afford a little bit more of like a professional cleaning service. And so then you have your cleaners come in for $100, $150. They whip through, they clean it. You can, most of our landlords, if there are holes to patch in the walls, they'll just go in and quickly just take some 20 minutes to patch those. Um, those are pretty rare. And then most tenants are, are fine with that. So you're talking about a turnover. Now, what about during the uh, tenancy itself? Yeah, during the tenancy, a lot of our landlords aren't qualified to fix a plumbing or electrical issue or most of those kinds of issues. So um, that's where I think there is a benefit to a property manager. They've got a nice network. They know who to call and do those things. And I think that value has maintained over the years at some levels also dwindled a little bit, only because with the age of the internet, if I need to find a really good contractor, I can go online and find one pretty quickly. Yet the easiest just on Yelp, but then there's a whole bunch of other websites that help me get that contractor um, with all those reviews. And uh, I can schedule that. The tenant can be there to open for that contractor. Or if I am within that 20 miles, I'll just open myself. Interesting. So we find that getting contractors is, is pretty easy now. And what also benefit for me is I can actually see what I'm about to pay before I authorize it. So I know exactly how much that maintenance is going to cost me. And sometimes with the property manager, it's a little more opaque. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. So is, is there a point where self-managing your properties doesn't make sense anymore? Is it a function of the size of your portfolio? I mean, at what point does someone go from self-managing their property or properties as they grow their portfolio to the point where they should be hiring a full-service professional local management company? Yeah, I think the quickest way to answer that is just how much they value their time and what their time is worth to them. I think it's also because of that, a factor of how many properties they have. We're definitely focused on landlords with fewer than nine units. Uh, and I don't even mean buildings. I mean, nine units. That could be one building. It could be three buildings. So they're the smallest of those landlords. I think if anytime you go past nine, you're probably now spending too much time for one person to do this and do their normal business. So they've either got to go full time into the business or they should look at that point to get a professional um, I think less than nine, I think you're not that committed and the amount of time it takes. I think you can get it done on your own. Okay. Interesting. I know there's more to your website. You've got you know a lot of content on there and various tools once you sign up. What did we miss? What didn't I ask you? Because I know there's other stuff on there and I can't think of everything that you have on the platform. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I think some of the stuff that is maybe helpful for tenants to know, um, if they're listening is, um, you know, rent payments kind of like the last part of the prior era where everything's done offline, you can't get credit for those payments anymore. And so we're really trying to help in those areas too. So move that online. Uh, we report all of our rent payments to the credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, Experian, and it's improved their credit scores as well. So we really try to take it from an angle of not just providing online tools, but also improving the way that uh, lands and tenants are going to be operating um, and just giving an overall boost to the way that they are doing life to some extent. And that, that's evidenced with the way we think about reporting rent and those kinds of things. What is the uh, subscription cost or how does the uh, process work? Sure. Uh, well, thanks for, thanks for asking that. It's actually free for landlords if they've got one unit or if they just want to try one of their units. So they can pretty much do everything I mentioned, see how it feels. And then we start charging based on the number of units you have. So, and it's tiered. So five units is going to be 25 bucks a month. So pretty cheap. I would say probably way underpriced for the value we're providing. But we're just happy to see people doing the right things. Right on. I guess uh, just in concluding here, I'm thinking about everything you're saying. And to me, it seems that the biggest factor someone needs to consider whether they want to self-manage or not is how much they value their time. Not to say that there's no value in a service like yours. It's just, do you want to do it as a, as a property owner and landlord? Do you want to be a do-it-yourselfer or do you want to just outsource it to a management company? You know, pay that expense. It's an expense. And, you know, keep your time for other things. Do you agree with me or is there more to it than that? No, I, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. It, it, is the time worth it? The, the Where it gets more of a gray area is if you hire the property manager, can you even afford to keep the property anymore? And for a lot of landlords, especially those one uniters, they just can't afford it. So in one version, you've got maybe a 10% cash on cash return where I'm managing myself and the other, I might be losing money. And I, if they're not losing money, then and their value, their time, and it's worth it, then yeah, do a property manager. Otherwise, their only option to stay in real estate as an investment property owner is to potentially manage it themselves until they can grow that portfolio larger. Got it. Interesting. Um, Before you give out any contact information, is there anything else you want to share with our audience before we wrap it up here today? No, I think that's good. I think, you know, obviously, eternal debate of do-it-yourself versus property manager. I think it's going to live for the ages. I think there's a place for both. So I'm just happy to be on one side of those. I agree. Certainly a place for both. I, like I said, I do know people who self-manage and are fine do it. They actually enjoy it and, you know, good for them. You know, it's, it's a matter of choice. Yeah, I get a sense of, I mean, I get a sense of pride when I'm showing the property to tenants and then, uh, you know, I'll hear their comments. I can get real time feedback on whether they like it or not. And then, you know, I walk away having signed a lease. I feel good about that. Sure. Yeah. And a lot of our clients, in fact, I'd say most of them are, uh, what you could define as long distance investors. You know, they, have properties literally hundreds of miles away, if not, you know, a thousand or more miles away. And so, but like I said, I know people who also own a portfolio of properties that are thousands of miles away and self-manage it from Southern California. It's a doable thing. It's just a matter of the time investment. And that's really, I think, the number one defining criteria is whether you want to put the time in or not. Yeah. I mean, turnkey uh, is definitely valuable to a lot of people. And that, that's exactly it. It's the trade-off between turnkey and time. For sure. Cool. So give out your contact information or your website, whatever, however you want people to get in touch with you guys. 
Great. Uh, well, anyone can kind of peruse the website at avail.co. I'll spell that out. It's A-V-A-I-L dot C-O. Um, check it out and it's free to try. Right on. Lawrence, thank you for taking the time today. Well, great. Thanks a lot, Marco. Appreciate it. Thank you. Nothing on this show should be considered specific personal or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate legal, tax, real estate, or business professional for individualized advice. For distribution or publication rights in media interviews, please contact the host.